Coming up on Sandlot Sports, we discuss the current state of the NBA, specifically Giannis Antetokounmpo versus the super teams, the political activism of today's athletes, what in the world is going on with Aaron Rodgers, and we provide our reactions to the NFL draft. One of us, that would be Dorian, provided a more passionate response than most. No, I never got that, especially when I'm like, let me get it for you. Like, I'll get you one. I got a couple extra bucks. Let me get you, you can later. have a whole one. A whole for free. One. <laughs> I don't want I don't want a whole one. Well, we're not dating. You don't get to touch my foods. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Caperson. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Hello, Governor. And BJ Thomas. Adam and I have determined that Giannis Atenacupo does not like the New Jersey Nets, or the Brooklyn Nets, excuse me. <laughs> he, he doesn't like the Nets in Brooklyn. He doesn't like the Nets in Jersey. He doesn't like, like the, the Nets, Nets anywhere. He, he is on some kind of tear against the Nets. And I, I don't know if it's just he wants to prove himself against Durant or what. He's owning them the past couple of nights. He's sick yeah. of these Build-A-Bear teams. Yeah, and plus, he's been hearing it all year, like, Oh, oh, the Knicks are coming out of the East. The Nets, this, the Nets, that. So he's like, man, fuck this. Yeah, I'm I didn't think about coming. that. I didn't think about him being frustrated with all the chatter. Yeah, man. So he's he's like, you know, I'm the MVP, and you guys are like, I don't even exist. So Adam and I were talking about what would happen uh, while we were waiting for you if he added a three-point shot. And he's kind of going to be like a stronger Kevin Durant at that point. Could you imagine that? Like a guy that can like, bullet. Like, ooh. Pump fake the three because you're actually genuinely scared of it. You might jump and then run through you and dunk on whoever's behind. Like it could be it's dangerous. dangerous. Oh, it, man. it would almost be unstoppable. He's almost unstoppable now. That's the final piece. Yeah, yeah that might be piece. that might be like Shaq's free throws. He might never get it, or else he'll be like Thanos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can I, I can totally see that happening with Giannis. The, the thing that I admire about Giannis is that he continues to work on his game. Regardless yes. of people saying that he needs to improve, yes, we you know we know that. But over the summer, I saw a couple of videos to where he was working on his shot. He was working on the 17-foot jumper. He was working on his free throws. So he wants to get better. But man, BJ, you hit on the nail. If he gets that three-point shot, even if he makes around like, if he's like a 38 38, yeah, yeah, just under 40, ooh, goodness. Ooh, it's a wrap, be the, That'll be the end of the league. That's it. And that's the thing, very few NBA players now work in the offseason about with one skill. No, they, right. they work out, they practice, but they don't work to improve a skill. No, doesn't seem like it anyways. No. As much as everybody puts everything on Instagram or Twitter, you'd think you'd see it more. Everybody puts training videos on Twitter nowadays. Um, You think you'd see it more and you really don't. And then you see Giannis come back with a different body, come back with a new skill or an improved skill. And it's just, uh, it's fun to see. And the fact that he wants to stay in Milwaukee and make it work makes it that much better. And I hope he can. I I hope he can make it work. And I hope he can, he can grow a team organically because I don't know about you guys. I am sick of the super teams. I am sick of just, you know, the, the players joining up on two or three teams and the rest of the league just being meaningless. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't inspire me to watch it too much, even though I still do, but it doesn't no. like, I don't have an, I'm losing my emotional attachment to the game. Like I, I wind up emotionally invested in football, especially college football. I wind up emotionally invested in college games. It's hard to the NBA because my team's garbage one and then two, there's only like two good teams and two or three good teams in the whole league. It's very frustrating. Yeah. And then you, you have one team in the Lakers that's supposed to be good. And now there aren't. And you've got LeBron complaining about something he voted for at the beginning of the season. Right. <laughs> it, uh, it, it's funny you mention that because uh, LeBron is right now, you could say he's the face of the league, right? So you would think that he would stand by his decisions, but he wavers a lot when it's not, you know, going into his way or not, or not going into his favor. And people, I'm like, dude, you're the face of the league. Like, own it. Like, you know, he should just accept it. Like, hey, you know what? 
this is what it is. We voted for it, and let's just carry out the process. Wait, 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 wait. Are you, are you asking an American in 2021 to take ownership for their decisions? Did, did those words come out of your mouth? I'm starting to wonder if he's starting to realize the new stay out of it is the getting in it. So now that he's getting in it, that's where the money is. Back when Mike was, it was, hey, Republicans buy shoes too. Maybe mm. being political is monetarily beneficial to LeBron more than it is to stay out of it. Uh, oh, it, it definitely is. I mean, it, and that's the thing because the people that he's alienating are not going to buy his stuff anyway. Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. But but those that, that do want to buy will buy someone that supports them. Exactly. Yeah. I just It's just starting to feel that way. And I, I don't like it because I'm all for the athlete activist. I'm all for the actor activists like i'm for it people that have a platform and choose to use it to make the world better i'm all for it but it's just starting to feel like this is how i'm going to get my most profit yeah me personally like like w- when it comes to politics and sports i don't i like the separation of sports and politics and i'll, I'll break it down what i mean like for instance like if you have an athlete and you're an activist against like racism and injustice i don't see that as a political thing because that's like that should be a human thing. Hey, injustice is like wrong. So let's fight against it. But when you start taking up parties, you know, I'm not a fan of political parties. So it's like, if you're an athlete, you take up a political party, like, yeah, like I'm endorsing Obama, I'm endorsing Trump or, or whoever it is that I'm not a fan of. Well, here's the deal though. They pay taxes too. And I'm yeah. getting real sick of the sit down, shut up and dribble, shut up and act, shut up and do this. I posted something like this on a Facebook group I belonged to the other day. The only reason you want them to shut up because they're black. First of no, all. No, 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 no. They want them to shut up because they don't agree with them. Yes, yes. But there's an undercurrent in this country of black people shouldn't have an opinion about anything. Just mm-hmm. shut shut up and be glad we don't have you in the fields. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, <laughs> no, but that's what it feels like sometimes yeah. where it's just like, look, you aren't slaves anymore. Be appreciative. And that's really yeah. ridiculous. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's just um, frustrating. Yeah, I, I, I've, got, I've got nothing wrong with activism. I mean, if you've got a no. platform, whether you're LeBron James, Jay-Z or whomever, if you've got a platform – Use it for what you think is the right. is the proper way. Absolutely, and if it blends over, okay, fine. As long as you're doing your job that you're that you're paid to do, I'm okay. What I have a problem with the BJ is what you're talking about. These people are saying, well, athletes shouldn't have an opinion, or yeah. um, actors shouldn't have an opinion. Why? And if if that's the case, if you don't think that athletes should have an opinion and actors have an opinion, can we get a list of professions that can have opinions that can't, just so I know what to go into and what to have my children go into, so they can have an opinion going forward? Yeah. I don't I don't want to hear your shit in barbershops then. I don't want to hear your shit at gas stations. Just shut up. Nobody talk about politics. Because I'm be honest with you, they pay like 20 times the taxes that you pay. So if they want if you want to do it that way, he could sit there and start his own party if he wanted to. Yeah, he could. Like it's like everybody's allowed to have their opinion. I don't know. The only reason they say anything is because LeBron doesn't share their platform or share their skin tone. Those are the two main reasons. It's it's more the first. It's because they don't agree with their opinion. I don't think it's a it's a skin color thing. I don't think it's a race thing. I think it's a, you don't agree with me. And because you don't agree with me, I want that out of my sports. I guarantee you if a white dude got up there and started talking about how, you know, the Confederate flag was great, or even a black guy was talking about the Confederate flag, that, you know, all the megas would be fan, you know, root for him. And it has nothing to do with skin tone. It's, I don't, it's not that I don't want politics in sports. It's I don't want your politics in do sports. You, do you read the comments under these LeBron posts on ESPN or Whistle Sports or stuff like that? Yeah, wow, it's man, it's pretty bad. Like, it's not, it's not about you don't share my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, I know. I, I, you know, like, like, I, um, I do see where AK is coming from. However, 
being like being in those comments and seeing it's like the the sentiment is more about the skin color than what he believes because I I've seen individuals who would say things like hey you like like BJ said like hey you should be even glad that you're even available to you're you're available to play basketball what does that mean you know it's sad we don't even have a white athlete to compare him to we right. don't even have a white guy that's come out on his platform on a, on the uh, same agenda and spoke out to see what he's been compared to that's kind of sad I just yeah. thought about that like who who else has come out what other white athletes come out other than like maybe Megan Rapino yeah but but, she, but she's a female yeah. so they don't like her either. Well, that's the same thing, you know, with, with, you know, <laughs> they, they try to obliterate her yeah. and give it, she didn't give a yeah. shit either. That's yeah. boss bitch right there. She don't care. Yeah. She don't care about yeah. nothing. I don't know. The, the, the rate that sports is going in this country, I won't be surprised to where you're going to have a lot more owners that are going to be like tied to the hip with political parties to the point where it's going to be more out and open. Like, hi, I'm, you know, so-and-so of the whatever, and I support this party. And if you're going to be part of this team, you got to be okay with me supporting this party. Jerry like, Jones. Gonna... Look, <laughs> look, I am watching it. I am watching. This is Tuesday the 3rd? 4th. 4th. May the 4th be with Tuesday you. Tuesday the 4th. I am watching the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks right now. I'm looking at the court. There's one white person on the court. They make their lives off of black people. Maybe they should be a little more invested in the community and what better suits their athletes. They make their entire lives off of black people. The NFL, everything but baseball. That's kind of the point, though. You've got you got these rich white owners, for the majority of their white, owning in their own minds black people. You go do the work. You go make me the money. You know, we're going to have to, this podcast is going to change into like, this is the theme of America and we're just going to keep pointing it out at every chance we get. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like the plantation mentality hasn't changed it's just morphed right but now right. they now they've uh thrown everybody on the plantation if you're under a certain income well, bracket you're all on the plantation and and that's that's the point is you know if, if you're underpaid or unpaid you, you pretty much in the same boat and i know i, I know bj in, up in leesburg you've got they've got hiring issues with fast food restaurants because see it all the time hilarious there, there's a way to fix that pay nope. people accordingly nope not gonna do it i'm gonna nope. get a robot idiot but th- that's the thing like you, they spent years telling people well you know fast food work and, and minimum wage work work is only for teenagers it's only for people that don't have any bills and if and if look you're you're a I, single parent you shouldn't be in these jobs and now though they don't want those jobs a mm. set of tires is at least 300 and some odd dollars yeah. so if a teenage kid has a car he's gonna have to work one whole week for a set of tires yeah and that's at a decent teenage job like that's not including the gas he would need that week mm. anything you may or may not be doing with friends anything he may it's just asinine i don't understand how these i hate to use this term but it's so accurate boomers i don't know how these boomers don't understand that a gallon of gas is like eight times what it was for you it's not it's because they don't want to understand they don't want they, to admit it they don't want to yeah. admit that they were part of fucking this whole thing up well and and that goes back to the way the AKA, way america is aka putting reagan in office we we as americans don't want to admit when things are our fault right. ever talk to anyone again go back to lebron james about the with the playing tournament people don't want to take accountability for their actions it's almost shocking to some people now and you're like oh i'm sorry i did that and they just kind of don't even know what to say to you anymore like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I apologize. That's my fault. Huh? What? Exactly. Apologies well, and- don't exist anymore, man. 
And then you wonder why these these college kids, when they get drafted to the NFL and to the NBA, their families are crying. It's because they can finally afford to eat. Yeah. You know, when when oh. Quiddy Pay is drafted and, fl- and sa- turns to his mom and says, you will retire now. You won't have to work another day in your life. And Ooh, the woman man. just cries for joy. That was awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I had to, you know, had she to works... it up a bit, but it was yeah, beautiful to watch. No, you better cry. You're gonna be able to cry one day. You might as well cry now. <laughs> Shit, I feel stuff. I don't know about y'all. I feel stuff. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not gonna I mean, that, hide that shit. That, that gave me goosebumps. And yeah. Just stuff, watching man. him do that. Yeah. Yeah. So since I was watching. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. You have- I was just watching that show, The Path to the '96 Draft. That's been on ESPN recently. And watching Stefan Mar- Barberry get drafted was kind of tough too. Yeah. He's, you know, always had a tough look on his face. He was from the New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. Coney then, Island. Uh, Coney Island, and then to come out of there, and then for him to like try to muscle through that interview, it was, it was fun to watch. Like it was just cool to see how much it meant to him and his family. Yeah. And I also think about. Um, it was another person who got drafted and like the whole time like his whole family like just just hugging him I, f- I forgot what the player was but the thing about it is like America a lot of times when they watch a draft and they see player from an urban setting and how their families just sob and stuff like I will read the comments to ESPN and they will say things like you know you're getting drafted you should it should be tears of joy it should be tears of sorrow but they don't understand like do you know what that guy probably had to endure what his mom yeah. and yeah. family had to endure do you know how many athletes who they're like scared shitless because if the uh school board find out that he's going to school in a district to play football or basketball that his parents can go to jail i mean it's it's a whole bunch of stuff that that gets tied into those tears man so well and, and that goes back to people don't want to understand things you hear people all the time complain about well you know th- this nba player oh he just plays a game or the nfl players they just play a game they don't understand the work that goes into not only just getting them there but keeping them there Right. And Le- LeBron James, yes, he's having a, a kind of down year. This, this I think follow time is finally catching up to him. But he's been in the league for 18 years. 18. The work that man puts in every single yeah. day yeah. on and off the court. You know, whether you like what he does or not, the man puts in the work. Steph Curry's another one. Curry, Kevin Durant. Every one of them. I just saw a thing about McCaffrey and what he's doing to take care of his body. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Only getting food from a local North Carolina farms. He has a personal chef. Like the, these younger generations realize that this is their vessel. Like they got to do something about it. Well, and when when you hear stories about when Larry Bird was in the league, when Magic Johnson was in the league, and even before then, when their ankles would just go out because their sneakers were shit. Yeah, they, they were flying coach. They were just eating whatever they could find and just destroying their body. And for what? A fraction of what they're getting paid now. Larry Bird said when he uh, hurt, when he was hurting out for a few weeks, in two weeks he ate six wedding cakes and a and eight gallons of ice cream. And he yeah. said why? He said why wedding cakes? Because nobody will mess those up <laughs> <laughs> um i read uh in an article that talked about kareem abdul jabbar and kareem was one of the first athletes that started taking care of his body like after he left um milwaukee and started going and, and he got traded to la or he went to la or whatever he started take care of his body because he he felt as if like you know if i could take care of my body there's no telling how long i can actually play and, and he actually talked about it because now um, i think he's vegan or whatnot but he says that he's been he, uh, he hasn't been eating meat since like the 70s or something like that he stopped so go from that to now you got lebron james's and you got the tom brady's and they're like 
putting millions of dollars into their body, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I know BJ mentioned it with Fernando Tatis Jr. a few weeks ago is you understand that your body is your meal ticket mm-hmm. and you need to take care of your body for to prolong how long that meal ticket is going to be. Tom Brady is a great example of it. He mm-hmm. learned from an early age, like, look, I don't have all of the skills of Peyton Manning. I mean, we can all agree that Peyton Manning has a stronger arm than than Tom Brady. But Brady took care of his body better than anybody else. And that's why he's still playing today. Yeah, exactly. For yeah, sure. avocado ice cream, I guess. And, and the fact that Brady can go into a job, whatever job that is, every single day, have kids, multiple kids, and not drink coffee, to me, he's Superman. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> over here trying to figure out how not to eat meat since the 70s. <laughs> well, I know 70s, he cut out. 80s, 90s, 2000s, that's well, uh, 40-some-odd years of no meat. Well, BJ, you got to figure that he cut out pork way back in the mm-hmm. day. And I think meat was just a, you know, red meat was just a, a byproduct of that as well. But how do you, like, pass up a chicken wing? I, I've I have no people that do it. Yeah, that's a level of discipline I don't attain. I don't want to attain. I don't care to attain that level of discipline. Because <laughs> if I see a chicken wing sitting over there in hot garlic sauce, it should be eaten. <laughs> I don't know when 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 Dorian brings over his wings from our bed, then I'm going to be just devouring those. Hell yeah! Uh, when are we? We'll see. When we, we all got to get the shot so we can congregate so I can eat these chicken I, wings. I've already gotten my two. I'm good. Um. Well, since we're uh, going so, into yeah, so go ahead. Thinking about the NFC East, right? So I was looking at some trade. Uh, destinations for Aaron Rodgers. And do you know that people are thinking that the Washington Redskins go after Aaron Rodgers? What are they no. going to give up? No. Matter no, fact, I don't, I don't want that to up. happen. I don't want what that. Do How about the Titans? How about the Titans go after Aaron Rodgers? How do you feel about that? <laughs> No, no, not oh, the yeah. perfect. Yeah, no. how'd you feel about that? Can can we all just agree that they rope a dope Denver? Denver was prone to take a quarterback until Aaron Rodgers was potentially maybe possibly going to Denver. And then they, they took Sertain. And then the Denver thing's not over. There's still stories rumbling about that. There there were stories uh, rumbling of Kobe going to Chicago eight years after that was supposed to happen. Yeah, but Kobe Kobe didn't come out and say he hated the Lakers. True. Now I mean if if I'm the owner of the Packers and my star quarterback, the face of my friend franchise says i want out or the gm's gone i'm like mm, i'm gonna fire the gm all right i, I don't so, negotiate with terrorists all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna mention some uh, uh trade destinations you gotta let me know what you think one uh trade destination they have well obviously different broncos and they're saying that the packers would get patrick Sertain jr tim patrick right receiver drew lock a first round draft pick in 2022 and another first round draft pick in 2023 for aaron Rodgers and cornerback eric stokes is this an is this an nba writer making these trades up because it sounds like an nba trade uh it is bill barnwell we're gonna give you yes. a bag of chips that, two that, is, chairs, a, that is an nba writer a point guard <laughs> and a shooting coach <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's Denver. So Washington, they have Packers will get Ryan Fitzpatrick, Matt Ioannidis, two first-round draft picks, which is in 2022 and 2023, and two second-round draft picks in 2022 and 2023 just for Aaron Rodgers. Nobody you, you is gotta, worth, nobody's worth four NFL draft picks first and second round. Nobody's worth that. And you got to understand that those draft picks – are not going to be high. No. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is on your team, you're not picking above 15. You're just not. So if Green Bay is getting two draft picks, two first round draft picks back, it, you know, it's good. It's going to be lower, lower first round draft picks, and they're not going to get the quarterback that they want. But that leads to the question of what are they doing with Jordan Love? Yeah, that's true. Now the third trade is a three team trade. NBA is style. this Burnwell again? Yes, yeah, NBA style. Yes, yeah, NBA style. 
I just think it's, you know, pretty hilarious. So the Packers would get first round draft pick in 2022, another first round draft pick, the better of Miami and San Francisco. I don't know how San Francisco plays this, but whatever. A fifth round pick from Miami and a first round pick in 2022 from Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Steelers would get Tua Tagovailoa, and then the Dolphins will get Aaron Rodgers and a fourth round pick from the pack <laughs> i just love how these reporters come up with with these trade these scenarios not understanding like how the teams want to build i mean for miami for whatever stupid reason wants to build around tour they're not going to give him up for two years of aaron Rodgers because that's what Are you're you sure yes now denver mike because they got shit back there they'll give up drew lock for a ham sandwich but the, but Miami's not giving up Tua. So uh, so if you were the GM, would you give up Tua for Aaron Rodgers for two years? If I was the GM, yes. But I am not the GM for Miami, and I wish I was. Or at least I, was I gonna, wish I was, got that money. I was going to say, have we ever had a reporter that turned GM? No. Okay, no. just making sure. No, we had a GM turn reporter. Well, is he a com- he's more of a commentator? That's uh, way that's way easier. Yeah. That's way easier because he's educated about the subjects he's talking about, so he can comment on that. Absolutely. But I don't know if sports writers are educated about the. Trade situations. You don't know. It's a fact. They aren't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, a speculation. That's cool with the stock market because it might make you some money. Everything else is just chatter. Everything else is just what can I do to get people like Dorian to click on my story? Ooh. Dorian. <laughs> you just, Dorian, you just paid that man for that horseshit ass trade. <laughs> Look, I mean, it's just interesting to see, you know, someone's perspective. I'm teasing. It, here's the thing. If Aaron Rodgers was going to be traded, he would have been traded on draft night. I don't, I'm not sold on that. I am. I'm not sold on that. Because if, if he was going to be traded, they were going to trade him on, on draft night. Because they didn't, they, they are going to make it work. Make it, make it somehow work. I don't think so. <laughs> well, let's now, let's, uh, geez. The only thing that would make it perfect is like those uh, memes if you made it to the net. Now, let's not forget. Green Bay is a very unique team in that they are publicly owned. They, they you know, their their uh, t- stockholders actually hold stock in the team. Now, if I am the Green Bay owner or Green Bay CEO, I'm giving stock to Aaron Rodgers as a way to make up for it. But does he want it though? <laughs> he already turned down his contract extension. Uh, that's uh, a good amount of stock in the Green Bay Packers is worth more than that contract extension would would be worth. He's cool with hosting Jeopardy. He can be snarky on there. Yep, but that's gonna be Lavar Barton. So I mean, just I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't cool see the Packers and Aaron Rodgers making it work. It's kind of like, okay, I picture a bad relationship, right? You're in a relationship with a girl, and let's say, for instance, you guys once the trust is gone, you guys can like you know be around each other for a little bit, but eventually it's gonna be one thing that's gonna tick you off. You guys are gonna end up saying some foul shit against each other, and then next thing you know, what somebody's gonna be taking this shit, getting in their car, forcing their way out, and I. I see that being Aaron Rodgers. I'm now, I, I see Aaron Rodgers retiring before I see him being traded. I can see that too. Because, uh, again, you, you've got to find a trade partner that's going to give you back what you think you want, what you think you can get. And that, I don't think they're going to they're gonna find that The trade willingness partner. for him to sit out decreases his value a little bit. So that's got the Packers either got to come to terms with that or be fine with him sitting out. And for what I read, he said he's he's willing to sit out. And, and that goes back to my question. They've got Jordan Love. They drafted Jordan Love last year in the first round yeah, do we know we how know good he is. is yeah we don't know what he is though 
Now he's not I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Don't get me wrong. No, but he's, he's going to be around him. a lot longer. Yeah, got a running back and a wide receiver. You know, if if you know if Aaron wants to sit out for a couple games, Jordan Love starts a few games in the preseason. Things are going well. You know, Rodgers sits out a few more games. Does an Emmitt Smith sits out the first two games, and instead of Dallas going 0 and 2 when Emmitt Smith sits out, if Green Bay goes 2 and 0 with Jordan Love starting, do, do the trade rumors really kick out, or do, does Aaron just go fuck it? I'm done. Mm. I don't see the retire yet. I just don't feel that. I know he's got he's got some girlfriend out in Hollywood. He wants to do Jeopardy. He's pissed off at the organization, which I can understand. But again, you have to be you know, willing to have be able to find someone that's going to be willing to give you what you think you can get. You've drafted one offensive player in the first round since 2012, and it was his replacement. Oh, I, I understand why he's pissed. Talk about disrespect. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> and then this draft, I mean, they didn't really do anything to help my offensively. <laughs> nope. So, so they're like, keep telling, like, yeah. go, go on, get. Yeah, get. You know what I mean? So yeah, Green Bay, if Green Bay's terrible at anything, it's ending their relationships with their quarterbacks. <laughs> Now, here's a trivia question for you guys. Do you remember the quarterback before Brett Favre? Is it Oh, um Peter Tomcat Willis? No, nope. it was it was um geez, some it's it's a Something Don Mikowski. Don Mikowski. Dang Don it. Mikowski. Yep. <laughs> you figured that it was Mikowski. They've pretty much had two starting quarterbacks since the mid 90s. Yeah, because Peter Tomcat Willis was Brett Favre's backup in the 90s. I hey, well, and so was Mark Brunel. And where, where'd he end up? Yep. Fuck yep. what y'all saying. was my boy. I mean, he had to be. He's the only quarterback you ever had in your franchise. <laughs> You're right. Ah, he just took a shit on David Garrard. I got him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> got him. I mean, Dude, I mean, it's not rocket science to know that Mark Brunel overall was a better quarterback than David Garrard. Come on, bro. No, I, that's not what we're arguing. I'm just saying you only had one quarterback in your franchise history, and you agreed. Got him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, on, did, did did Mark Brunel? Is he no, is he just avowing Jesus now? Oh, oh no, 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 oh no, 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 no. Jesus is gonna take us to the problem. So yeah, I, I just think it's funny that you know, Urban Meyer's first two picks was like, I want Clemson. Yo, no, did you hear the comment he made about uh, Kadarius Tony? Yeah, Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony, he was not happy about that. Yeah. But then people were like, but you have some solid receivers. But I know Kadarius Tony's a game changer. That's his Percy Harvin. He wanted a Percy Harvin. So, yeah, I also think it's funny that Dorian was like, yep, Urban's going to fix the offensive line. He's going to fix fix the offensive line. We're going to get some offensive line. They got one, one offensive line player in the draft who didn't play last year. Yep. Blew out his knee. No, he sat out. I think it was oh, that's the year right. before he, that. He, he blew sat out his knee COVID. in 2019. Yep. And sat out for COVID. So he hasn't played in two years, but he looked good the last time he played. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, all we can do is see what happens. I mean, look, any Lions fans, they have no room to say shit. You sound like you a Trump him? pansy. Deflect, no. deflect, <laughs> deflect. Okay, okay. All right. Well, first off, we'll see if we go to go there. Dallas better be careful because we don't know which <laughs> Dallas to get. He had a he had a bad no day at work. He had a, a bad day at work. Dak is going to play well. There's a guarantee that Dak is healthy. So God forbid to where in practice he like snaps his ankle and shit. So then you guys back on the back. Jesus burning. Christ! Look, look, I'm just saying. Look, I'm just saying. Look, I'm tired of people coming after my Jaguars, look, bro. So I'm gonna start go I, ahead and getting I, my nine to start spraying him. You know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 Jaguars like hey, that. Four and twelve. Calm down. Four and twelve. <laughs> Okay, all right. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. You better pray. You better hope. Well, you, do, you don't pray, but you better hope that nothing don't happen to Dak. Dak, if I if I was the Cowboys, I wouldn't even have Dak play the preseason. I wouldn't even have Dak try to play the first two games. If somebody took your temperature right now, you'd be on the way to the hospital for COVID. Well, <laughs> 
It don't matter. All I'm saying is that I'm, I'm saying is that other people are, are making a lot of comments about Jaguars, and you guys are. I'll say this: as far as the uh, Cowboys, all you, you guys are, all you, you guys are just successful. You guys are going to be successful. You guys are going to be as successful as Dax Health. If Dax is, is no healthy, shit, Sherlock. You yeah, yeah, you can say the same thing about Jaguars. But you guys, yeah, but you guys are making it seem as if like like the Jags are like shit. And think about this. They were one in fifteen. You, you, you know, I tell you this. I tell you this. If you take Dak, okay, okay. If you, okay, if you take the Cowboys backup uh, quarterback and you take the Jaguars backup quarterback, I guarantee you, we'll still win more games than the Cowboys. The Cowboys will go as well, far as Dak takes them. That's a terrible. And Dak's not even healthy. You are. Under, and you, you're, Trevor you're, Lawrence is healthy. <laughs> and you want to talk about? You want to talk about the Lions? Oh my God! There's nothing to say about the Lions. You got Jared Goff as quarterback, so we're gonna move that out of the way. I feel you know like I feel like one of his friends is listening to the podcast. Like, man, they boss up on you about the Jaguars. <laughs> no, no, it ain't that. It ain't that. See, see what it is is logic kicked in, and it's like, and it's like, you know, you got the Lions who are irrelevant, and then you have the Jag. I mean, you have the uh, Cowboys. Yes, yeah, the Jaguars are irrelevant. Correct. I think no, I just popped. No, but the, well, 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 well. Oh. In the Lions, so that's out of the way. And then the Cowboys, you better, you better hope that Dak's uh, ankle is healed. Because if not, you guys are gonna be, you guys could get blown out by probably Washington. You probably, you could probably what are you get, talking about? You did nothing. To, you did absolutely nothing to stop Trevor Lawrence from getting folded up like an origami swan. What the hell but are you, you talking don't know about? That. You, you don't know that. What you are you talking about? That. What you don't know what that. Did you do you your that. offensive line? What'd you okay. do? What'd you do? Okay. What'd you do? The thing What'd about you do? Is, but he's not done yet. What'd you do? That's what I'm saying. He's still not done yet. We, we what, still undrafted free agents are going to save your franchise? Well, we don't know that. But the thing about this, but my thing is, my thing is, you worry about the Jaguars, you better hope that Dak's ankle is healed because not you guys are screwed. I don't worry about the Jaguars. I just know you like the Jaguars. And since you make those shitty predictions that ruin seasons, I pick on the Jaguars. <laughs> well, well, you know what? Well, I'll make a prediction for the uh, for the Cowboys. On top of that, you on better top hold, of that, you on top better of that, on everything that you have that Dak is healthy. If he's not healthy, you guys going to be buying the That's the case. For, no. Yes. No. Yes. No, because yes. once Dak, Dak will be in for four games. Dak will be in for four games. Once we win that fourth game, the bet will be fulfilled. Y'all not going to win it. First off, you don't even know if he's going to even play like day one. Neither do you. For all you know, Gardner Minshew's still your starter. You don't know that Trevor Lawrence can handle but that. We're NFL still in better position than the Cowboys because who's your backup? Oh my if, if, god. If, if, if that can't oh go, who's your backup? God. If oh that can't god. go, who's your backup? You know why you got a backup that's high quality? Because we know if you're that need can't it. go, who's your backup? If that can't go, who's your backup? Not worried about it. Oh, okay. Now you're not worried about it. Yeah, no, no. Here, honestly, man. how many times has anybody suffered two back-to-back season-ending injuries? But is he healthy though? But but is he healthy? Everything can he go right now? Everything can he go right now? Answer my question. Can he go right now? He's he's practicing. He's moving. He's throwing. I just read. I just read the other day. They talk about Dak, and they said that his ankle isn't hundred percent. If that's not healthy, you guys are sick. It doesn't have to be until August. If that's not healthy, you guys are August. You guys, you guys could be. First off to the Jaguars. At least if something happens to Trevor Lawrence, we got Gardner miss you. Who the fuck you guys got? Steve, you must have had lunch with Stephen A. Smith. No, I've never heard so much yelling at our. I've never heard no, so much no, yelling no, at our no, podcast. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yelling. Yeah, I don't want 
apologize to people because we don't I'm normally excited. yell like this. We don't normally yell like this. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not yelling. Some, I'm excited. Got, I'm excited because excited. Because but I hurt know either way. <laughs> no, it's not but hurt because I'm excited because I know that you guys are gonna end up screwing your teams over. Well, well, the Lions are irrelevant. But anyway, the Cowboys, you guys are gonna end up screwing teams how over. How can one in fifteen talk about irrelevant? That's last year. Okay, we the take Lions one more games than y'all. But last you guys year. are the one that's supposed to. You guys are the ones supposed to win the NFC East because that's supposed to be back. That's not even healthy. How many how many games did we win last year without Dak? I bet you we win. You can't win that many. I don't know. I, I think it was like at least two or three. <laughs> Shit! How many total games the Cowboys win last year? I was without, like, what seven? They were seven and nine, six and ten, seven and nine. Seven games without Dak, and you guys said what? Was Andy Dalton not winning seven games? Yeah, they had Andy Dalton was their backup last year, yeah. right? And now, now he's in he's in Chicago backing up Justin Fields, which is just a dumbass pick anyway. Right. So Why? my thing is, so that was last year. So this year, if that can't go, who's going to be the backup to be able to win those seven games? When's the last time you saw any human being have back-to-back season-ending injuries? But that doesn't mean it can't happen. Any NFL player uh, not right. put the line. It doesn't. It doesn't mean you can't have an. It doesn't mean you can't win the lottery either. Like you're making gr- like really weird statements. The chances of him having season-ending injuries back to back are slim to none. He is a running opportunist. His life doesn't determine his life. His life as a quarterback is not determined by his feet. So, like, I'm good, bro. As long as he can stand up and throw, I'm good, bro. Yeah, but you're talking like he's like pocket master. He's not a pocket. He makes plays out of the pocket, BJ. So if his ankle's not 100 okay. No, no, no. He's not Aaron Rodgers. Hey, hey, hey okay. okay. That's okay. what I'm saying. Dorian, Dorian, just go take a Prozac. Calm down. <laughs> It ain't gonna help him. It ain't gonna help <laughs> him. Okay, and, and okay. Here, here, no, here's the deal. Last year, Dallas was six and ten. Two of those wins came with Dak Prescott starting starting as quarterback. There you Four. Go. Came with there you go, baby. With the Red Rocket. There you go. Red Rocket. Four wins. Well, question. Did the uh Cowboys make the playoffs? Did the Jacksonville make the playoffs? Well, no shit. He's he just, the Jacksonville he's just, didn't make the playoffs. I mean he's just on he's just in his bag tonight. He's just in his no, bag. I'm tonight. not no, no, I'm not in my bag. I'm just saying, since, since we're having logical conversations, I'm just saying no, no, there's been nothing logical about any of this conversation. <laughs> no, no, no. First no, of all, there's been no logic applied no, to this at all. No, because no, you're talking about a one in fifteen team is gonna replace of course nothing on the offensive line and bring a brand new quarterback in. And be more successful than they were last well, year. And, and that not is just, a Doradamus prediction if I ever heard one. And not just a brand new quarterback, but a, a, a coach who's never coached in the NFL. In, never coached. And is yeah. already shocked at how the free agent okay. system works. Okay, okay, shocked. okay. okay. Okay, okay, so I'll tell you this. Okay, so so what you're telling me is that Urban Meyer, okay, I'll say this. We're not saying that we're going to make the playoffs. We're not even saying that we're going to win seven games. All we're saying is that we're going to improve. You guys on the outside. How the fuck can you not improve if you don't improve your your 0 and 16? That's what we're telling you. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so So clap it up for 3 and 13. Let's move on to the next subject. Okay, so what I'm telling you is this. So what makes Dallas so, so, so different from Jaguars? You guys are one injury away, not even injury away. If if that Prescott isn't, we got isn't four at least wins. 80%. We got four not, wins with Andy Dalton. What do you that talking about? That was last year, bro. Y'all couldn't get year. one this with you. Our defense is going to be better. Our offensive line will be healthy. Really? What are you talking did y'all, about? Did y'all did y'all did y'all take care of your your secondary situation? We took care of the pressure situation, which helps your secondary. If you watch football, okay, okay, all right. If you watch football, okay. Okay. Because if okay. you don't have we'll three see. seconds, so let's we'll talk see. about I'll this. No, 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 no. No, we're not. You're not going to yell at me for half an hour. And we're not going to fix this. Dude, so what's going to no, what's going to what's going to happen is so what's going to happen is is you're going to tell me you're going to make statements like we're going to improve. How the fuck can't you? How can't you? Well, you you might not because there's been no help to the offensive line. The only help that's going to come now are through trades that we just talked about that don't happen after the draft. Unrestricted free agents 
or the magic free agent signing that hasn't happened. So you tell me how the fuck they're going to address that offensive line, bring a new quarterback in, a new coach, a coach that's bitching about the free agent system, a coach that's bitching about not getting a player in the draft. He's a whiny little twat. Tell me how he's going to fix it. Because he has people around him that's been to the NFL, and those individuals are going to help him. So did Doug Marone. So did Doug Marone. But Doug Marone is a more defensive-minded coach. So what? What Your defense sucked too. And he traded away your best assets. Right, exactly. But that's before, but but that's when we had Jim Caldwell and we had all those other guys. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. You are depending on Urban Meyer to make good personnel decisions when he was the one that brought Zach Smith in from multiple beating his wife and you thought that was a good idea. But there's other people in the, listen, he's not the all be all who make decisions. There's other people around him who's going to help influence his decisions because who is smart enough to know that, okay, I'm in the NFL. I'm a first NFL coach. I can't screw this up. I don't want to screw this up. I, it's just my opinion. I believe that he's smart enough to take counsel, but that's not my issue. My issue is that people are, people like individuals trying to say that the, 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 the Cowboys, even if the Cowboys don't have that, that they're going to be a thousand times better than the Jaguars and they'll probably end up being worse. What I'm saying is if that Prescott if he's not at least 80%, he has to be able to go outside of the pocket to make plays. If he can't make plays out of the pocket, you guys are going to be looking just like the Jaguars. I'm not saying you guys you guys not going to win four games, but you guys are going to be suffering because how the offense moves in Dallas is how Dak takes them. It's not it's not Zeke, it's not the wide receivers, it's Zach. I mean, it's Dak Prescott. That's Congratulations. You've described every offense in the NFL that goes with their quarterback. Every single offense runs like that. If, if the starting quarterback goes down, every single offense gets gets worse. Why? Because there's a reason why he was the starting quarterback. For as bad as Jared Goff can be, if he gets hurt and they have to bring in Jake Rudock, they're going to be even worse. Trevor Lawrence, for example, he might put up 600 yards in his first game. He's not going to, but he just might. Okay, if he goes down behind a crap offensive line and they're going to bring in Garnu Minshew or whomever, you don't not going to tell me they're not going to get worse. And here's the deal. Dallas's offensive line is far superior than Jacksonville's offensive line. So the, the idea that there is going to be an injury of the quarterback falls more on Jacksonville than it does on Dallas, especially with a with a uh, head coach who doesn't understand how to actually coach quarterbacks. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, I don't, I, I don't agree. I, again, I believe in the council. Name one Urban Meyer quarterback that stayed in his position when he went to the NFL. Alex Smith. That's, That's the one. Uh, the 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 one that was supposed to be the next one just tried out for tight end. And oh, Terrell oh, Pryor was oh. Terrell Pryor is a pretty decent wide receiver too. So he's so he doesn't train. So so you're telling me that Super Urban Meyer here is the guy you want. Training your NFL mind. What I'm saying is this: I'm he's smart enough to put counsel, people around him that can't coach quarterback. There's counsel around him yeah, that's right. going to be able to help move the team in the right direction. Dude, dude, said, dude, dude, dude. So, I, so Nick, Nick Saban didn't this. put NFL guys around him. What, okay, what, 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 we everybody has talked about this guy's a, a QB guru. This guy's a QB guru. You know. Name one of these QB gurus that they brought in that's coached up quarterbacks more than once, ever. It's not a good look, man. Yeah. Urban Meyer, I don't think Urban Meyer was the hire. Yeah, Josh McDaniels was supposed to be this this you know QB guru because of what he had because of what he did with Tom Brady. No, he was good because he had Tom Brady. Okay, Adam Gase was supposed to be great because of what he did with, with Jay Cutler. Right. No, because he oh, had Jay Cutler. You. you saw what he did when he was a coach for for the Jets. Happened right. in Tampa. Happens everywhere. You have these guys that are supposed to be be able to coach out yeah. these great quarterbacks and mold them at crap but no yeah. if you've got crap back there and you don't protect them and you don't give them a foundation they're going to be consistently shit you can't right. hand me diet coke and tell me it's coke i'm gonna hand it right back <clears throat> right everything everything you guys are saying is true what i'm saying is this so why are you yelling at us no it's not better yelling i'm getting because that was his that was his draft <laughs> orgasm he had his draft <laughs> orgasm that's 
that was. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that. It's it, it just my thing. Yeah, is it is. You were feeling yourself. Nope, nope. Like you said before, AK, you said that every team goes as their quarterback goes. Any team. The thing about it is, what I'm saying is, because BJ is all on the Cowboys nuts, what I'm saying is, BJ, if that can't go, who's the backup who's going to be able to win those games? Well, you guys it doesn't, we can protect whoever it is. If you protect an NFL quarterback, they okay. can win two or three games a year. Okay, yeah, now, okay. 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 I, I, I'm going to say that. this. I, I'm going to be the voice of reason here. Yes, Garrett Gilbert, the backup for Dallas, is not as good as Dak Prescott. No, no. fucking shit. But Gardner Minshew is probably not as good as Trevor Lawrence. Here's the difference, though, because the quarterback for Dallas has a running back that can can run because they have an offensive line. They have wide receivers they can throw to. They can move the ball down the field. Jacksonville just, Travis, just drafted Travis Etienne. Great running back. Shifty as hell. It's not going to do shit behind an offensive line because they're not going to open holes for him. And tell me how much, tell me how many times Andy Dalton had his full offensive line in front of him. Two games at best, maybe. Dude, James Robinson, the running back for the Jaguars, had a thousand yards and, and our line was subpar. I can see our line is going to be a lot better than it was last year. How? how? What did you do, dude? Did you see practice? Did you see how did you see how bad our line was? Yeah, we talking year? about practice. Yeah, like I'm trying to figure out. This isn't Madden. You didn't assign new attributes to these guys. No, but but also too, we we had a lot of injuries on our offensive line as well. You like, had two offensive linemen that gave up almost the most sacks in the league. One of them you just resigned, Cam Robinson, and the, the guy across the way there. What's the other tackle? Right, Cam Robinson was injured, and Jawan Taylor. But but when he's healthy, he's one of the best offensive linemen in in the game. Y'all got an offensive line that could drain pasta. <laughs> yeah. Last year, but what I'm saying, okay, all right. So uh, again, again, what I'm what I'm saying is this: it's like the difference between our teams is not so far off. That's what I'm saying. But you make it seem BJ as if like the Cowboys is this great all be all, and the Jaguars are shit. And I'm like, bro, like, like dude, again, again, if we both go into the season healthy, we will fucking destroy you. I don't think so. I, I got a hundred bucks so. on it. I don't think so. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm not a bad. Are we doing play each other? Do we okay, play? Let, each other this year? Let, me, let me just let me give you something, Dorian. Oh, no, no, Dorian. Do you like McDonald's? No, I don't. Okay. Do you like what? What fast food do you like? Oh, if you Chick-fil-A. eat fast food. Okay. So <laughs> you like you like some Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is good. I love, love me some Chick Fil A. Okay. If I said you can have Chick Fil A or you can go to Red Robin, where are you going? I do like Red Robin burger. Okay. So now, not when I'm not comparing Red Robin to Ruth Chris or Del Frisco's, I'm comparing Chick Fil A to Red Robin. That's what we're comparing here. No one's saying that the Dallas Cowboys or Del Frisco stick. They're Dallas Cowboys are probably Red Robin with with their bonsai burgers. The the Jacksonville Jaguars last year were were Taco Bell and McDonald's. I agree. We, last we year. just and we're letting Hardy's explain this to us. <laughs> <laughs> and and you're, you're real lucky we actually have to play a real division this year so we will not be playing the nfc south we have to play the nfc west where the big boys play who does jack what what um comp what division does the afc uh, south play does it say no i'm looking at the dallas schedule okay um I have to look already came out yeah, yeah they, they've been out yeah. boy this has been the perfect year to play you mm, this has been the perfect year it, it would have <laughs> oh it's been the perfect year nobody cares about preseason games didn't they cut the preseason? I know they can cut it out completely. I think I thought there was. I think I saw one game on the Cowboys schedule. Yeah, I, I think they cut it down to three because they're they're doing seventeen games this year, which is just unbelievably stupid. But I don't make the money. Yeah, because yeah, most of the playoff teams aren't limping to the end anyways, trying to make yeah. it happen. Exactly. It's not basketball. You can add more games onto a basketball schedule. They're just going to sit more out. Yeah, and, and and that's why they want to do the playing tournament this year. And that's kind of why I agree with it. Is hey, look, you guys want to take games off? Okay, well, we still need to sell you as a as a as an asset to to the TV company. And if you're going to sit out the random game on Wednesday, 
well, gosh darn it, I'm going to make you play extra games in this playing tournament. I like it. LeBron doesn't like it because he has to participate in it. Yeah, LeBron doesn't like it because he has to play in it. <laughs> he voted for it because he thought he was going to be like a one or two seed. And he was like, oh, fuck, fuck everyone I'll else. Ne- I'll never be an eight seed. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's, not, it's, this has been a rough couple of weeks for LeBron, but it's the same th- same thing when Luca was talking talking up against it. And is you were you're against it now because you're in it. If you yeah. weren't in oh, it, yeah. it didn't matter. No, no, because he'd be sitting at home watching TV while those games are happening. Yeah, no, buddy, that's hilarious to me. I love it. Absolutely love it. Oh man. But, okay, so so we know how Dorian feels about his draft, and you know, in all of those. How, BJ, how are you feeling about your draft? Do you need to clean up before we start this, Dorian? <laughs> No, I was. Are we good? We're good. He's focused oh, on the screen, so just kind of yeah, let him be. Uh, ski skied over there. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm happy. We, yeah, no, it's gonna get worse then. But um, <laughs> what? That'll be another draft, and I'll tell you one thing: you can look it up. Very few teams draft more Pro Bowlers than the Cowboys. No, I agree, dude. The, the Cowboys are the shit. I'm not saying that. I'm saying now. Well, we just spent like 30 minutes <laughs> telling me the Cowboys not- are the shit. I know they're the shit. They're worth 4.2 billion dollars. Okay, I'm talking about on the field, bro. I, I okay, oh, I, I get oh, all that. Oh, okay, okay. But on the field, okay. Because you know, talent-wise, if you're crappy on the field, you're worth less more on the field. The gap, <laughs> the gap. Well, as a Lions fan, AK, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dorian's like, you don't get to talk. You don't I'm get like, to talk, bro. Like at least, at, at least, at, at, at least me and BJ, we're going back and forth. Yeah. Immediate in this one. Lions fans will have no say so. No say so. Yo, but, y'all weren't relevant since Kennedy was walking on two feet. <laughs> Shout out to Barry Sanders, though, man. No, no, what, again, what, what I was saying was the gap, okay, yes, that has, okay, the Cowboys has a better quarterback. Yes, I knew that. I'm actually a fan of Dak. I like Dak a lot. Running back-wise, Zeke, when he's healthy and off the weed, best in the league, right? Cowboys. I wouldn't go that far, but yes, very good. Yeah, he's, yeah, I, that's about top five. He's one of the best. Okay, wide receiver, you got Gallup. Gallup is a stud. Amari Cooper, I don't know what happened. He's usually good, but I don't know what happened there. But it's like all around, like the talent is there, but there's not a major drop off compared to the, the Cowboys in Jacksonville. We, we we had a shitty front office. We had a shitty coach. I'm not saying that Urban Myers is, is going to be the savior. All I'm saying is that we've been so shitty to where all we can do is is, is move up. Dorian's but, in an abusive relationship. Yeah. He's like, if if you just don't beat me, I'm gonna love you. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I'm like, hey, well, I'm not talk about the magic. I haven't seen but, so much backpedaling since DB practice. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying I'm not backpedaling. All I'm saying is that there's not a major talent gap when it comes to the Cowboys and Jaguars. That's there's what I'm a, saying. There's a Michael Strahan gap between the Cowboys and the Jaguars. That's <laughs> hey, he got that fix. That's what, no, he didn't. That was a, that was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> So Dorian, Dorian's trying to tell me that there's not a major talent gap between Dallas and Jacksonville. Dorian, name two wide receivers on the Jacksonville team that you would want on any other team. Uh, you, didn't mention, you didn't mention C.D. Lamb, who was like the second best rookie wide receiver last year without his starting quarterback. Well, well, part of the reason being is um, Kenny Gallup was getting the double team to C.D. Lamb. Not That's why he caught the ball. Am, am, am I being fair? Kenny Gallup. Oh. Did, didn't Kenny Gallup have the most catches on? Talking about Michael Gallup from the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah, Michael Gallup, whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. we're talking about we're talking about the Cowboys receivers versus your receivers. Yeah, we're talking right. about you, all all pros versus all hoes. Yeah, but you said that you said that Ceedee Lamb was one of the what top rookie receivers. He was right? just, he behind Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. The reason being is because Michael Gallup was getting all the double teams, so of course he's supposed to win those. Was he running just completely so, wide open, or was he still being covered by somebody? So wait, so Justin Jefferson didn't benefit from Adam <clears throat> Thielen? Yeah, he did. So what's your argument then? My Nil. argument is that. 
you're making it seem as if like CD Lamb. The three Cowboys receivers are light years ahead of the Jaguars receivers. That's that what I'm bullshit. making it seem like. That is bullshit. I the, name name the three wide receivers on on the Jacksonville team that you would want on your team. Here, do this for me. Name the any wide Name any wide receiver off the Jacksonville Jaguars that any other team would want. Labisca Chanel. for me. Labisca Chanel. Chark. Is that DJ a Chark? DJ Chark. Come on, man. Is that Baby Chark? Baby Chark? Sorry. I guarantee you, I, I guarantee you, most people would rather have uh, DJ Chark on their team than Amari Cooper because of the production. Hey, do you ever listen to um, Run the Jewels? He starts out a song by Picture Me or Picture This. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. <laughs> So you really so so you really think that Amari Cooper is better than DJ Chart right now? Right now. I, I don't even think I got the answer. One wide receiver in Jacksonville last year had over 700 yards receiving. One. CD Lamb had that. Okay. Yeah, okay. And, and and that's Baby Shark. It's 706. Baby Shark. Do, okay. do, 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 do. <laughs> so uh, okay, so I don't so with his starting quarterback and that improved offensive line or whatever the fuck you've been talking about. Exactly. But bro, everybody knew that Jack Wark was shit last year, man. So it's like So how do you go from one and fifteen to being better than the Cowboys? You're not. You did nothing to do that. Quarterback situation, my friend. That's what Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. CD Lamb had nine hundred and thirty-five yards. I was two hundred yards off. Sorry. Rookie. Okay. Not oh, without okay. a starting quarterback. We we have talked five touchdowns. We have talked for weeks that the NFL is not a savior league. You cannot come in. There and is be no LeBron. No, but what Dorian is saying is that, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, they're one in 15. They're going to bring in Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, and Urban Meyer, and they're going to be this bitch. Yeah, and they're going to prove by six or seven wins and be seven and nine or eight and eight. Actually, didn't say that. What I said was that's what you're implying. No, I you, no, you know spoke what? with the energy of that. No, no, no. Listen to what I said and not my energy. What I'm saying is that the talent then, then gap isn't say as it differently. big. The <laughs> talent gap isn't. I don't know how much I can fucking say it. The talent gap isn't as big as people claim to be when it comes to the Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's not. I don't. I don't see. Uh, you, you know what? That is the most asinine statement I've heard in a Outside while. And I was listening to ESPN today. And Adam doesn't like the Cowboys. Okay, but that says a lot from a Lions fan, bro. Again, I can't take Lions. Hey, that's all he's got is just a kick kicking you in the lion dick. That's well, I, it. <laughs> like, like, like us and the lions, we we kind of in the same boat. But what I'm saying is that and the cowboys are not no, in that boat. No, Thank no, you. No, 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 no. The lions at least have a plan. No, they're gonna be shit this year, but they at least have a plan. The Jaguars has a plan too, okay? So what's your point? We we got a plan also. Stress Urban Meyer out till the <laughs> offensive coordinator takes over. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I get to you. Well, in my opinion, I, I just think that um Urban Meyer is a better coach than Dan Campbell, but that's neither here or there. But what I'm telling you, DJ, is that this, okay, if Dak is healthy, you guys should win the East, win maybe a, a, a playoff game or two, and you Urban guys Meyer, should do a better uh, uh, Urban Meyer's never talked about eating kneecaps, so Dan Campbell on that alone might be a better head coach. Well, he might be a and, crazier head and, coach. And Dan Campbell's got NFL ties. Okay, but uh, okay, so uh, he's so, a Parcells okay. guy. Okay, so you're telling me that because you're a Parcells guy, you're going to be a great coach? No, because he said talk about eating kneecaps. That's why. <laughs> okay. You didn't but, see that speech? Well, I uh, heard about it. It's great. It's second to Jameis's W speech. <laughs> I got to check that out. Now, Jameis's W speech was one of the most awkward. I turn it off every time I see it. It makes me so uncomfortable. I change the channel. When your teammates are watching your pep talk going, what uh? the fuck is going on? Why is he it's sucking his working. fingers? <laughs> what is he doing? Did, did he just have mm. some fried chicken? What's going on? I have to touch this football? <laughs> no, even after you eat fried chicken, it's not acceptable to suck your fingers. 2021, oh. we're all at the dinner table. Get some nap calls. <laughs>
you, you tell me you don't lick your fingers after, after eating some chicken wings? That's disgusting. No, I don't lick my fingers. I'm an adult. I use napkins and wet Dude, wipes. I'm still 12. <laughs> I We had a mutual friend in high school who would, every time he'd eat, would do the whole five finger. And um, I, I took it for like two years. And our senior year, I was like, fucking stop that shit. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> same guy i'd be like hey i'm going in the store you want something to drink he'd be like no i'm good come back out and be like can i get a sip i was like are we dating no off i offered to buy you a drink i would have been i would it's worth two dollars for me to get you to the gatorade to keep you the fuck out of mine <laughs> yeah i was never a fan of sharing drinks and shit like no that. no 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 no, no no i never got that especially when i'm like let me get it for you like i'll get you one i got a couple extra bucks let me get you, you can have a whole one a whole for free one. i don't want i don't want a whole one well we're not dating you don't get to touch my foods <laughs> or, or or the type where they ask for uh you know they ask for a drink like i won't put my mouth on it no i don't want you to put your face near it no you're bro. breathing no, 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 on no. it you are breathing on it i don't care it's a year into a pandemic and i understand that you're breathing on that shit i don't want you breathing on it you're breathing on the mouthpiece of my bottle when people when we're in the work truck and somebody coughs i grab my straw that's the kind of guy i am <laughs> Well, I, I think it's funny that for how many decades, people just kind of blew on birthday cakes and we ate that shit. I, and, okay. They didn't just blow. They misted it. It's always misted. It is never straight air. Yeah, that's never straight air. That's lung particles that we've been eating for years. It's alive. Grandmothers, aunts, cousins, neighbors, all kinds of shit. Oh, they're like, let me help you blow out the candles. Like three kids this year. <laughs> Once Mistbuster did that thing on fecal coliform, the whole world was fucked for me. I was like, oh, oh, there we go. We're all eating shit all the time. <laughs> Brushing your teeth with shit, blowing your nose with shit. <laughs> your cell phone's covered in shit. Oh yes, it's covered, covered in shit. Are yeah, you guys always... the type where we take dump you on your phone? Uh, either that or mm. reading a shampoo bottle. Something's getting red. <laughs> Sun's getting red. I used to get ESPN the magazine. No, I, I don't black flag anything. Sorry. You don't you don't read when you're taking a dump? Dude, I'm there to do my business and get out. You're you got children. I figure that's a good 35 minute getaway. Easy. Let one of those legs fall asleep. Call it a night. It's really hard to focus when you got a one year old banging on the door. So yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd leave it unlocked. I'd be like, you want to come in here? Come in here. Come in here. That's the last time you do that shit, buddy. No, no, we tried that. That doesn't work either. Really? Yeah. Just immune to it. Just plows right through it. Dude, I, I, I was um I, I was in there taking a piss and he was like like under my legs with his hand on the bowl. <laughs> Get oh. out of here. Hey man, sometimes you gotta splash people to prove a point. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. But look, the oven is hot. Look. Oh gosh. You'd be an amazing dad, BJ. Uh, I'm I'm an excellent uncle. <laughs> Top notch uncle. Fuck them up and send them back to the parent. That's what grandparents are for. Yeah. Teach them new words, send them back to the parent. Yeah. My my dad has actually told me that the best part of being a grandparent is you can spoil them right and then send them back home. Yep. Yeah. Load them up. My mom likes to load them up on candy and stuff and send it back home. Yeah, we, we go up to my parents up, up in Weirsdale, and my dad's like, do you want a Hershey bar? Don't give the four-year-old an entire Hershey bar. Why not? It'll be fun. For who? <laughs> That's all it is for the next 20 minutes. Gone. And then they crash somewhere drooling on themselves. It's great. No, no, no. That actually doesn't work in my family. Couple, we, we, couple. Tr we, we tried that. We went on a road trip when Bella was like five. And, you know, my, my wife thought it'd be a great idea just to give her a slushie from 7-Eleven. Because oh. she'll be really wired and then she'll crash. Well, she was really wired, but didn't crash. Oh, no. <laughs> Then she was just crabby, wasn't she? 
she was loud and yeah, I mean you sure. can't understand her half the time anyway because she talks so fast and this was like cranked up to 11. <laughs> you were like, counting on that crash. I was counting on it. Like Terry Crews off the movie White Chick. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all I can hear is that Vanessa Carlton song every time. Making my way downtown, walking fast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, that's such a great movie. I'm offended that they put black people in whiteface, though. I love how the whole podcast got shut off. And that was excellent. Like nobody laughed. Nobody. I can't believe he fucking said that. Oh Jesus! If y'all don't know me by now, I'm just joking. That was funny as fuck. Both of them froze up. I hope he doesn't edit that out. Oh, that that's staying in. Don't worry. Jeez, look, man, we're in a climate you. paralyzed both here, right? There. <laughs> look, we're, we're in a climate today to where, like, I mean, you're waiting, you're waiting for me to argue that point, weren't you? You're waiting for me to argue that point. I won't go argue that point. I won't go white, say nothing. I mean, white, white people have been accosted over the last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, shit, I wonder where everybody's I'm just gonna <laughs> shut the hell up. I know it was great. It was, geez, I just turned the whole podcast off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care. I thought that shit was hilarious. <clears throat> well, and that's the thing. Like comedy can be done right, right and it can be funny as hell. But when you're doing comedy, you know, and you're salty people and just it's not funny, it doesn't work. It just falls flat. And that's what people I mean, don't understand. The other edge of the sword, Robert Downey Jr. was fucking hilarious in Tropic Thunder. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Dude, I, you that, just took that, my mouth. <laughs> that 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 would blow my ribs out every time I see it. It's like, you never go full retard. You never... <laughs> but but that's the thing. The part he played was mocking that, and it worked. Yeah, right. I'm the dude that's playing the dude that's playing. The... <laughs> still, still, the best part of that movie was Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise Hell, won that movie. Dude, Tom Cruise is excellent in that movie. <laughs> Jesus, uh, what was his name? Less something. Less, Less uh, Grossman. Less something Grossman. like that. It was funny. <laughs> mm. He's uncredited hilarious. in that movie too, I think. Yep. How come? Uh, he just I, I, he did he just wanted to do it. He just he just wanted to do it. I don't think he wanted uh, anything off of it. He just wanted to do it. Wow, that's dope. Yeah, that movie's hilarious. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> it couldn't be oh, made now, though. I don't think it could be made now, dude. There's a lot of movies that we had growing up and even older that just could not be made now. Like Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles is basically Ooh. making fun of how stupid the white people are the whole time, but because of the language. And I don't think a lot of people can see past that. Somebody asked me the other day, is like, why couldn't they re- remake Mrs. Doubtfire now? Because it could it be the topic or could it be because there's no Robin Williams? Why didn't you get why didn't you get a real transgender to play Mrs. Doubtfire? I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we were gonna do this our first week. I'm doing it. So Caitlyn Jenner came out this week and said that transgender athletes should not be playing female sports. Now, this is an Olympian who is also a transgender female. Who became a transgender female because I think he tried to get out of a murder investigation, but that's a whole different conversation. Oh, that's possible, but I think it's because he was neutered by his family. Well, there's that too. Yeah. I mean, you can only get beat down so much before the testosterone drains from your body. Now, I I will say this, that I've seen a lot of conversation around the transgenders playing in, in, in different roles, and I will say this, that there is a lot a lot of testing that goes into making sure that everyone has an equal playing field, especially in high school sports. So if a transgender um, woman wants to play on the female team, 
there is a significant number of testing levels that they have to go through just to be on that field. Now, yes, as a parent of a daughter, if my daughter loses a basketball game to her transgender girl, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be more upset that my daughter just didn't win, but that's beside the point. What about their weightlifter that's trying to qualify for the world championships from New Zealand who's like lifting stuff that no woman will ever be able to lift? Well, and, and that's the thing. It goes back to the, the testing that has to happen. So I, from what I understand, especially here in the U.S., I can't talk about the testing they do in, in, in New Zealand. But for, and here in the U.S., they test testosterone levels and they test a couple other things that are not naturally occurring at those levels in women. And if they, right. if they don't meet those, then they don't qualify for that, that position. Anyways, what about the bone structure and muscle structure? You can stand man next to woman all the way down the street, and there's a clear difference. Oh, absolutely. And and but that's my point, though. So if a transgender woman, okay, let's 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 back this up, though. So if a transgender girl wants to compete in girl sports in high school, okay, again, there is there are several different levels and hoops that they have to jump through, and if they don't qualify, they just don't. They have to go play with the boys. It's that's that's the rules. Expecting like I know here in Florida and Georgia and California, any. Anywhere that's even progressive, there's these levels that they have to go through. And we're talking like one out of like a thousand athletes, if not more, because you're, you're talking, you know, they have to be athletically gifted to start with. If you want to play basketball, you got to be athletically gifted. That's why I didn't play and that's why Dorian did. And then you're talking about a transgender person. That, that's a low percentage just to start with. And then for them to meet the levels of testing and of PEDs and everything that has to go through their bodies, especially at that age. Now, as an adult, there's a whole different conversation about what the leagues want to do and whatnot. That's fine. For high school sport, you're talking of like a fraction of a fraction of a percent that could even possibly go, much less would meet the level of testing. So it, I is, it, talking, is it- I think we're talking about a tip of the iceberg thing, folks. So, and, and yes, the, the, the adults that want to do combat sports, like like the MMA fighters, that that's a different conversation. How do you figure? Because they're adults. There are there are ways that you can mask the different levels within within the human body. I mean we we've you see it now in the pros and you know all, all the all the adults that, that can get through PED testing with different ways. Yeah that's crazy. I don't know. It's gonna be an interesting uh interesting conversation going forward that's for sure. Yeah and the thing with Caitlin Jenner is no one likes her. Like no one no one, no one on the right don't. or the left like her. So I mean it's like you're running just because you're a narcissist and you want to run. Yeah, and thankful uh, the Democrats should walk that state pretty easy if they're halfway intelligent. Well, that's a big if. That's a huge if. That's a huge if. All right. Well, I'm glad we uh, got through that without too much blood. <laughs> it was it was easier than talking about the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I still have my battle wounds from that. Like, what the Dorian? What the hell? Well, I had like a I had like a minor PTSD. <laughs> no, it wasn't minor. It wasn't minor because I saw I, I saw a little bit of Jerry Jones come out of you. Oh no 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 no. Oh, no, you can't. You can't say that. I I don't have the plantation man telling. No, no, no. Don't compare me to Jerry. Don't compare me to Jerry. I'm just taking your chain, man. Mm. See, and, and here's the deal: a, a quarterback adjustment is. Oh no! Worth... Don't go back! Don't go back! Don't go back! Don't go back! No, no, basketball. No. No, no. I, okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this from from the 49ers perspective. Okay. You're, he's already said you're not allowed to have an opinion. Okay, the 49ers last year were six and ten. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they were six and ten, and and now they've drafted Trey Lance. If he's a good quarterback, he 
is worth an extra three wins, but he's not. I think going back to the meme that was posted on, on our Facebook page earlier, I think he'll be the biggest plus because his team will actually regress. Mm, you're saying things now. He's uh, worse than Garoppolo. Well, don't forget Garoppolo was hurt last year. I, I, I think he'll, I think I think he'll be worse than Mullins. I mean, I don't uh, I don't think uh, Kyle Shanahan has any plans to play him like within the next two years. Um, I really think that they're going to try to keep Garoppolo as healthy as he Some, can. Sometimes the NFL don't give you that choice. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes the NFL fans don't give you that choice. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So you think the fans would 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 uh would try to get Garoppolo Garoppolo out of there and get a if I'm a 49 if I'm a 49er fan I have zero attachment to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. You have not done a damn thing for me. So yeah. Yeah, because yeah, in, in the fans' eyes, they get to the Super Bowl in spite of him. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, he was hurt last year. And, and that's also the thing. That's now two seasons that he's lost to, due to injury, due to major yeah. injury. And so, and just he, I think they're going to try to get rid of him. And I think they need to. He needs to change their scenery. Just I would think he needs to go back to New England. But then again, they've, they've got their quarterback of the future. Of course, they'll be drafting again, quarterback again in four or five years. Uh, so. Four or five? <laughs> that's, you're giving him a lot of credit. I think Bill is stubborn. I think Belichick is stubborn. Yeah, he Bill Belichick, he definitely wants to prove a point. I don't see how, especially from a quarterback position, but but and, and that's the thing. So I think I think Mac Jones is better than a broken Cam because Cam last year was probably a D plus quarterback. I think Mac Jones is probably a C C plus quarterback on on a good good day. So what, if what, if you're gonna if you're going to he doesn't have the all star team around him now though. No, Nikhil Harry. No, but but that's my point though. If if Cam Cam was horrible last year and they were still seven and nine, okay. So if Mac Jones can give them two extra wins, just two, you're talking from seven and nine to nine and seven. Yeah. Patriot fans will be happy. Plus, everybody on the on the defensive side of the Patriots is is coming back for the most part, right? Yeah, I heard they're yeah. trying to get rid of Gilmore. Yeah, heard that too. That's a contract thing, I bet. That's a money thing. Yeah, that, that's that's yeah. a Belichick special. Yeah, get rid of him a year early. I paid you. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Let somebody else do it. Apparently, Gilmore was part of that. That trade that they thought that, that was going to happen with Jimmy G. I read one uh, uh, article, but, but I guess at last minute, John Lynch was like, ah, nah, fuck it, we're not doing it. So they said now there's a strained relationship between the Patriots and the, and the Niners. But I'm like, but you guys are like competitive teams anyway. It shouldn't be a relationship. Like, I kind of see like there are certain teams that trade with each other, but you can't be shocked if a team that wants to, has the same goal that you have to win that Super Bowl is like, ah, uh, no, nah, I'm not trading my I don't want to help you. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to help you get there unless it really helps me. Right. Yeah, and that's thing and i think there are gms that like working with it with each other i don't think it's so much teams i think they're gms that naturally just have friendships it's like hey you know we, we can do this I, I can work with you and there are other gms like look i hate that bastard i'm not even going to pick up the phone yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, no. but and and from a player's perspective yeah i mean it, it sucks hey yeah the team wants to get rid of me but it's a business mm-hmm. and i i know it's mean but that's the business that you go into you you're you are an nfl player Player. You're not a New England Patriots player. Nope. And being an NFL player, you will play anywhere in the NFL where that contract is held. So uh, do you think, let's say you got the Bucks and Chiefs meet the Super Bowl again. Do you think it's a different outcome? you think the Chiefs win this year? with the Do the Chiefs have an offensive line that's healthy? Uh, well, they got Orlando Brown. Uh, I know that they drafted the center. 
uh, Creed Humphrey. Um, oh, the guy you tried to pick and then I didn't have on her sheet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> him. And then they got someone else. They got a. Uh, oh yeah, they got uh, the long kid. Uh, not not Chris Long, but the other Long, the offensive line guy. He was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like about. yeah, they got Long, and then they got uh, Kyle. Kini. Yeah, is Kyle. Yeah, yeah, Kyle Is Long Eric Fisher? Eric Fisher still there? No, no, they they let him walk. They let him okay. go. Uh-oh. Yeah, they let him walk and brought in um, Kyle Long. Yeah, Fisher's not with the, the Ravens, I think now. Yeah, so l- let me get that straight though. So you've got the Ravens that had really good off at some line last year, loves to run the ball because they got three running backs back there, and then they add Eric Fisher while subtracting Orlando Brown. Yeah. So oh, it, it, oh no, I'm wrong. He he hasn't signed yet. It looks like he may join the Colts actually. Mm. Mm, they could use some like help. A, yeah, that's a feisty team. Feisty. Yeah. If Carson Wentz can hold on to the foosball. If Frank Wright can get to Carson Wentz. They didn't make that trade yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, if, no, if, if Wright can pull you know, the Wentz that, that was 12-1 and one out of him again. I hope not. I enjoy the suffering of all Philly players, current and former. <laughs> but i i will say this we touched on it last week and i've never seen it happen before until we talked about it so when we did our mock draft i had jamar chase going to cincinnati because of the, the lsu connection with joe burrow and bj and i were, t- we were going back and forth about the qb wide receiver combo in college going to the pros for comfort comfortability with both the qb and and wide receiver i think it's happened like it happened another time um with miami they got waddle and tua and somebody mentioned that um there's there's four of them. Yeah, there's uh Waddle to a Chase Burrows, and they said Hertz and Smith. I don't remember them playing together, but Rookie, they, uh, D- Devontae Smith's freshman year, they had a couple games. Okay, back. and then there was one more, but I don't remember that being a thing until this year. No, nope. you guys, nope, not intentionally, and it seemed real damn intentional. I don't know if the stars just lined up perfect or what, but I'll tell you, I feel like you're going to save a lot of time in training camp with co- saving our communication. I'm sure. Um, don't most of the quarterback, uh, well, not quarterbacks, but like wide receivers, like. Like when they're drafted, they pretty much start work right away, right? Like they fly to the city as soon as, soon as they're signed. As yeah. soon as that contract was signed. Now, I know that was the thing with, like, um, I think it was Joey Bosa. He had an issue. It may have been Nick. I forget which one. He had an issue with the language within the contract because the, the contracts are slated. But, the, you know, where, where you're picked is, is what your contract is going to be. And the, the Bosa kid had issues with some of the language with when he became a free agent and stuff like that within the contract. But there, it's it's pretty much boilerplate. And so as soon as that contract is signed, and they, they start working out with the team. That's good. Get them in there, get them going. Yeah, and and even if they don't like get in there, because especially like now with with still COVID restrictions, might might do a thing. You know, the quarterback can, will go out with the wide receiver. You know, they said, hey, you can't work out. I was like, oh, I'm not working out. I'm here for a barbecue. And so. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I know UCF did that. They said, you know, hey, college college football players, you can't work out together. It's too many people together during COVID. Like, okay, uh, the quarterback's got to have a barbecue. And we're going to have the wide receivers over. Just happen to have a football around. Mm-hmm. Tricky. <laughs> I like it. A bit. I like it. So, and I, I know uh, Peyton was was the, the king of that. Every season, I think they take a, a couple weeks off after the Super Bowl. And then he, Marvin Harrison, and uh, Reggie Wayne would get together like every week and just practice. And it showed. I mean, they, they they knew where they needed to be at all times. Make life easier. Yep. And I don't understand why more quarterback and wide receiver tandems don't do that at all times. Got to look good, not be good. Yeah. I mean, hell, you've got DK Metcalf trying out for the track team for the uh, U.S. You know, Olympics instead of working with Russell Wilson. Maybe Russ didn't call him. There's that. Yeah. Because that's usually on the quarterback, I'd figure. The wide receiver can ask, but I mean, like, that's the CEO of the team. If you don't want to do it, it ain't going to happen. Yep. Mm. So I wonder if the 
maybe the quarterbacks are slacking asses. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, outside of Tom Brady, what other quarterback would you see like getting with their wide receivers? Dak. <laughs> Possibly. I'm pretty sure he did it when Amari got here and uh, last season before he got injured. Yeah, I, I heard I heard Josh Allen do it, and and it showed. I mean, his, his progress was much better than I thought, and and, and that's why I get something to do with it. I know Aaron doesn't. Aaron Rodgers does not does not do that, um, mm. and that also shows. So sensitive. And and that's the whole thing that people are just completely forgetting about the whole Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay thing is Aaron's very quick to blame other people for that's, things that go wrong. I remember the first time I noticed that he blamed Greg Jennings for a miscommunication and why they lost. And I was like, oh, I don't know if yeah. that's how you do that. Yeah. Nobody I grew up watching did that. Right, they, right. they say stuff like all the cliches. We got to get on the same page. We have work to do this week or the quarterback would just straight up say that's my fault. Yeah. I mean, we we called it here after the NFC Championship game when they were at the eight year line on, on third and goal. Mm-hmm. He could have run to gotten to the one or two, or maybe possibly even score. Yep. And he threw a pass at some guy's feet. Yeah. And <laughs> and he didn't take accountability for that at all. He blamed it on the floor. He blamed it on the right receiver. And like, dude, we can see the open field. Yeah. Gravity. Blame it on everything. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, Aaron Aaron Rodgers might be upset at the team, but a lot of his teammates might be upset at him too. Because I think. Uh, didn't in the first half of that uh, NFC championship, I think Devontae Adams had some words with him because he was like, yo, like, throw me the, like, he was like, throw me the fucking ball. But yeah. Aaron, but that, uh, you know, those, those linebackers was in his face. So he was just, he was uh, trying to get it to the tight end and he was getting it to the other receiver. Uh, is, is it Scan- Scanling? I think his name yeah, I can't think of the guy. Scaling? Yes, Valdez? Valdez? Yeah, Scaling. yeah, Valdez Scaling. Yeah, him. So he was hitting him, and Devontae Adams was like, you know, I'm beating my guy. You're not looking at me. Then the second half, he tried to get to him. Seemed like he tried to force it a little bit, but Tampa was all over that, so. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to have probably the best uh, touchdown-interception ratio ever, but a lot of times, because he doesn't force it to to wide receivers that you know, can get the 50-50 balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's that's part of the repertoire nowadays, the 50-50 ball. That's out there. Yeah. You got to be, yeah. if the guy's taller, throw it up, see what he can do. And that that's why I like the the pick of Chase to to Cincinnati, not just because you know the the Burrow connection, but that dude is just a massive human being. Yeah, and, it, and if, imagine it, a lot of folks, a lot of scouts were saying that he's better than than Jefferson. Is what I read. They said that they said that overall. I'm gonna have to see uh, it. You yeah. can say that. It's yeah, the same, I, it's the same thing with Trevor Lawrence, man. They gotta play grownups now. I gotta see it before we start right. saying this. That, that's the thing in college. Yes, yeah. when they played together, when all three played together, yes, Chase was better than Jefferson, but it also comes down to mentality and want to. Jefferson, when he went to the Vikings, he got in the weight room. He was mm-hmm. on in the playbook day one invented a touchdown celebration he invented a dance like he's he's doing things so it depends on how dedicated chase is i'm i i don't know i don't know what his work ethic is i haven't heard good bad and different about him but if he wants to be better than his college teammate he's gonna have to work at it because jefferson already has oh yeah for sure and and let's not forget the one piece that Cincinnati doesn't have that they had in college, Joe Brady. Good point. Yeah. You know, that, that offense at LSU was lethal. And I think Brady went to Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, and, and we'll see, you know, because if, if Joe Brady, I don't think he will, but if Joe Brady is in Carolina and can get something out of Sam Donald, then he'll, he'll have a hell catching job in two years. Yeah. So, and we saw it in the title game with, with Sark, you know, and BJ said it last week is that Devonte Smith, he had a monster game because he was always open he was always in the right spot because Sark put him in the right spot and in watching the 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 texas spring game when Sark doesn't have five-star athletes all around you know around and they're playing sandlot football out there was just hilarious so now uh 
So Sark, he's he's at the University of Texas now, right? That is correct. You think he's going to continue to call plays for him? I think he wants to continue to call plays. Um, I think he doesn't have the athletes that he had at Alabama, and it's going going to show on the field very very quickly. I also think that BJ's trying to say something, but he's in, he's talking into mute. Oh yeah, probably that'd be. <laughs> Um, I, I had a little sneeze there. We had dealing with, um, no, I just, uh, no, I forgot what the hell I was going to say. That's typical. Typical. So, but yeah, I, I, I don't think Sark's going to have the, the success that everyone thinks he's going to have at Texas because he doesn't have the recruiting class that he had at Alabama. Makes it a lot easier when you're surrounded by four and five stars. Playing against three and four stars. Yes. That's the trick. And, you know, and go, going back to Ohio State, going back to LSU, going back to Alabama. If you, if you can recruit the, the five-star athletes at wide receiver, at quarterback, at running back, and you're playing against three stars and four star defensive linemen, defensive backs, your your team will look fantastic. Absolutely. All and, year. and that was the thing with, with Justin Fields. You know, he was out there with five star wide receivers playing against two and three star defensive backs. And when he played four and five stars at Northwestern, we see what happened. Oh, mm-hmm. So you're saying the Bears are screwed? Yes, I like it. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying that he's an upgrade over over Trubisky because pretty much anything's an upgrade over Trubisky. Are you about to tell me Andy Dalton's going to be the best quarterback on that team this year? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Dalton, who got four wins for the Cowboys last year, mm, with a patchwork offensive line, a fat patchwork. Excuse me. It wasn't that much of a patchwork. For at least six weeks, we ran with two starters only, and then when the and then when the three guys came back, the other two went out like they're on fucking vacation or something. I remember. Then why'd you make that statement? Trying to piss me off? Yeah, I am. I'm yeah. giving you a taste. I would. Be, I would be too if my team was a piece of shit. <laughs> Look, man, I mean, you beat the dead horse. Then why are we over this? I know the Jaguars ain't shit. We already know that. You, you weren't saying that an hour ago. No, yeah, I know. I still got an echo in my head of that shit. Like I said before, as a whole, our team isn't that good. But if you take individuals, the talent isn't as far off. That's all I said. That's what I said. And I and I'll say this. So your race DJ car looks started. good. Your race car looks good, but your motor's shit. Yeah, Drake there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my team. Yes, yes, I will. I will accept that, yes. But just my opinion, I think DJ Chark is a better right receiver than Amari Cooper. Well, pennies are like assholes. Yours, <laughs> yours just needs to be white. <laughs> we'll see. What I, can't, I have nothing to say to that. You can go ahead and move on to the next subject. I can't respond to horseshit like that. <laughs> I'll take a one hamstring Amari Cooper over that guy. You got man, not you, man. Just end the show, man. This dude, man, you, 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 you've been hitting that purple Urkel. You've been nope. hitting that purple Urkel, nope. bro. Nope. If you said this that, is, that was a clear-headed statement. Man, give me, come on. Give me bro. half a hamstring and Dak over anybody in DJ Shark. Come on, man. Come nah. on. You don't mean that. I, I, I didn't mean, mean that. Now I you mean it because you're you trying know to get what? Y'all would have been better off hiring Jason Garrett than Urban Meyer. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at least we're guaranteed to go eight and eight, like the Cowboys said. I mean, eight and eight is better than one and fifteen. I'll take that. Better than anything Urban Meyer can produce. Yeah, uh, but again, look, I mean, he's we'll not going to play. He's not going to play Michigan sixteen games in a row. Got him. You're not going to sit over there all quiet we'll see, at him. Not- <laughs> <laughs> look, all we can do is see. Let's just hope Mike McCarthy can get the team. Hope is not a strategy. Yeah. We, we'll just we'll, we'll just see. I mean, we, again, we're the same boat as the Lions, and and we'll we'll see what Mike McCarthy does with the Cowboys. I don't know what you need to worry about. Y'all need to worry about Derrick Henry because y'all didn't do a damn thing to stop him. Wait, who can stop Derrick Henry? Uh, he's not my division. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying like, I don't think nobody can stop Derrick Henry. That's that's the thing though. Like if Aaron Rodgers is is traded away, we might have the Detroit might have. The the best quarterback in that conference in that division that's true well i mean going to the dumpster and picking up the best tv means you have the best <laughs> tv at the dumpster 
Hey, it's still accurate. It's still accurate. Man, y'all, you're I'm not I'm not even trying to be a jerk here, but your conference could really be like fucking irrelevant this year if, if Aaron Rodgers leaves. No, but like really, like the Bears are kind of be middling. The Vikings are like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. It's the craziest shit ever. Like one day you get this juggernaut offense, and the next day it's like Pop Warner. Like, what the hell happened to you guys? You got wide receivers walking on the field saying, fucking throw it, Kurt. Like <laughs> that's what happened. Dude. Is that the yeah, quarterback yeah. is inconsistent? And then you mm. have the Lions who are like in flux. I mean, they're honestly they probably managed it better than I expected them to by getting golf. I think yeah. they were in a position to just lose Stafford. Yeah. Know? So they managed it much better than I thought they would. Well, and, and think about that though. So I mean they, they got golf and they've got three years to figure out what the hell he is if he if he's anything any good. They got Sewell in the draft, which to me was a steal at seven. Yeah, that'll protect the backside. You know, exactly. Probably. And they got the the big monster of a human being from um, in the second round to help with their yeah. defense. And so whomever they bring in at quarterback, whether it's Goff, whether it's Rudolph, or whether it's a guy they, they pick up in the draft in two or three years, is going to be set up for success. Now, again, Goff may or may not be able to do anything, but we're going to see if it's his talent or not. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I just don't know how you're going to do much better than a Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald defense and a Todd Gurley. Uh, and he had decent receivers. They weren't yeah. superb, but they were decent receivers. Yeah. And Robert Woods and um, Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup. Yeah. So I just don't know. I, I he, He's an enigma to me. He should be good because I've seen him play very good games, but he always winds up like, breaking even you know you know what i mean like well the, the games i've seen he can be really good and he can also lose his confidence very quickly yes and, and i think that's his bigger problem is i don't know shook. what mcveigh was doing over there but if things go sideways early the game is over and we yeah. saw that against the dolphins this year <clears throat> when when things went sideways in the first quarter well, they were done i don't think jared goff is a aaron Rodgers, tom brady i can win this with my arm kind of guy he needs no. that running game so when they get behind and todd Gurley's uh contributions are erased that's when they suffered yeah i really think they made a mistake by letting kenny galladay go though yeah now with with the lines again they're, they're building the foundation they they got a good offensive line now it's not great not not like the dallas offensive yeah, line but, but kenny it's, it's kenny, kenny galladay was like a two or three-year guy wasn't he they had him for at least two yeah that's a mistake yeah. that's a young receiver you're bringing golf in i i don't like that move particularly yeah. But maybe they were just scared to pay him in the middle of a rebuild. Probably on the pipe. And I, I know like next year they've got at least two first round picks. I might even have a third, depending on what, what they do. So, I mean, again, you, you put the pieces on the board and then you bring in the nice shiny pieces. Yeah. Because yeah. there, there is not a quarterback on this planet that is accurate when throwing from their ass. Right. Nobody. And so right. if, if you keep them upright, they're going to get you five, six wins just being functional. And then you put the shiny pieces around them. Would I have liked Kyle Pitts in the draft? Absolutely. But I like the fact that whatever quarterback we put back out there is going to be going to be upright. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's, well, it's, all, it's all about line play. Fucking Lions. Well, well, and and I'm I'm pulling up the 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 game, and it looks like Giannis finished off the the Nets. Yes, he did. I was going to tell you guys, but we were in the middle of Dorian chewing my face off. <laughs> I wasn't chewing the face up. Just... <laughs> you were trying to Stephen A. Smith me. I know I was not. You know, and I, I was about. I was about to go to him. I was about to go full Skip Bayless and take my shirt off. <laughs> oh, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with with this question. So we, Dorian likes to do the what if. So I've got a, I've got a what if for you guys. Okay. Yeah. So there's an NBA player that's playing right now that is top ten in points of all time. He has had one scoring title. Was rookie all you know all rookie team. Um, made the All NBA. 
twice in 15 seasons has only made out of the first round twice is he a hall of famer yes carmelo is a hall of famer dorian <laughs> i don't know i don't know oh man uh, top 10 <laughs> score top 10 score in the league he's in top 10 of nba history you can name 10 nba yeah. players that you're like damn he's ahead of them yeah yeah, on on that alone, BJ is right. Yeah, okay. yeah, he will be. He will be. He will be. I, I, I had to think because. Uh, and, and that goes back to my thing about the Hall of Fame is. Yeah. It, it should be a one and done thing because you're either a Hall of Famer or you're not. Okay, Larry Bird, Hall of Famer. Yes. Yeah. You, you shouldn't have have to be up for year after year after year because nothing's going to change. Now, they also shouldn't have a limit the number of people that you get bring into the Hall of Fame each year. It should that's be. Not like that's not like baseball's Hall of Fame anymore. I feel like they're uh, we're just gonna wait till they forget about the steroids and put them up again. We're just gonna, yeah, that's exactly what they do. That's exactly what they do. Who was it? Well, um, it was a uh, recent uh, retired baseball player that said that uh, baseball should bring back steroids. They said the they game should. Is that shit was so much fun watching those guys crush five 600 foot home runs you're like holy shit where did that ball go what they need to do is do something about the pitching because the pitching's gotten to the point where you either you strike out or you make contact and it goes over the wall the 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 baseball we grew up in now granted there wasn't much baseball going on in leesburg but the baseball that we grew up with where you get on base you you move around the bases you you try to generate runs that doesn't exist well, now. See, here's here's the problem, though, is just like every other sport, they all got bigger. And yeah. so the physics is caught up with the size of the ballpark. 250-pound man swings at 97-mile-an-hour fastball, it ends up in the parking lot. That's just how physics works. I mean, you've, you've got Aaron Judge, who looks like a goddamn linebacker out Golly, there. Golly, that man's <laughs> huge. And they, what, What's hilarious to me is when they get up there to the plate, and all of a sudden the catcher looks like this little speck. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> Golly, and the catcher's a 200-pound guy himself. And I think you've got you've got Judge, you know, the with the massive force that he's swinging the the bat yeah. on, and you've got the Pujols, pitcher Pujols when Pujols was hot. Yeah, he yeah. looked like a giant standing up there next to the catcher. But and then the pitchers are throwing 98, 99 consistently. You yeah. make contact with that with any kind yeah. of trajectory, that thing is gone. They're a second baseman hitting 25, 30 home runs a year. And that, I mean, that, uh, that was like outlier when we were growing up. Yeah, yeah. It was Brady Anderson that I think was played second base at 50 home runs. People and what the fuck is this? Well, the steroids. steroids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell you what, that Sosa McGuire thing was absolutely a blast to watch. Oh, yeah. I, knew, I knew they were on steroids. I didn't get flying shit either. Yeah. I don't care about baseball. It's tough. Yeah. Well, it, it's hard to, to watch a game where there's so much downtime, especially now. Yeah. When we're addicted to our phones, yeah, you know, it, it used to be, you know, you could watch a baseball game and you can kind of get into it. You could listen, listen to the announcers talk about pitches and whatnot. But yeah. now you, you, you see a pitch. Okay, that's great. Now they're going to talk about it. Now they're going to throw the first base. Well, by that time, I'm checking Twitter to see what, what's going on. I'm, I'm pulling up Twitter, another, Facebook, yeah. anything, yeah. ESPN. Just I'm checking something because. And at the time I'm checking something else, two other pitches have happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's hard to focus. And I don't know how baseball becomes, stays relevant in the next 10. 15 years uh instead of throwing somebody out you tackle them out oh there you go or just, just oh take the bat down first base ah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you want me out bitch <laughs> come get it <laughs> i i forget who it was um i think it was i think it was tatis it may have been akuna where he grounded to the shortstop and outran the throw to first. That's pretty impressive. You know, that had me thinking, like, could you imagine like walking Albert Bell, like hitting him with a ball and then he's got to walk down the first base. Like I remember Albert Bell's badass. Like you didn't really, you don't want to hit him too many times. Not at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't mind putting him. No, he's <laughs> 
<laughs> him. Uh, what's the other one? Is it Andre Dawson? Was he one of them? No, Fisk was just insane. Yeah, Carlton Andre, Fisk. Andre Andre Dawson. You're talking about way back. That's Cubs and Expos, I believe. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking maybe the Cubs. Um, and then, but it was it, it was one in particular. Maybe it was one of the. Mac- craze to where like as soon as you hit him with a pitch he's like coming at your ass well how mccray the dad was just nuts we've, we've all seen his explosion in the locker room <laughs> yes the motherfuckers mm. <laughs> <laughs> he, he saw like someone from a black flotation movie i'm talking about motherfucking shit motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> did we hire sam jackson as our coach what happened <laughs> Now I didn't say it when I motherfucking say it. I know what I said, motherfucker. Just to start tossing shit. And the, the problem with, with the, the managers <laughs> on the field is I thought that was more performance art than actually like doing anything. Because to me, yes, you can argue you know, balls and strikes, but again, it's not going to matter. You're just out there to, to, to put on a show. And it, it got old quick. Like watching uh, Lou Pinella out there, I was like, okay. Lou, go out there, do your thing, and get ejected, and just be done. Who was that? Another one. Uh, the guy that uh, he used to coach the Cardinals. Um, Larusa. Yeah, Larusa. I've seen him like get into M- Empire's face, and like his lips almost touching the Empire's lips. I would have been like, Empire, like, why are you not pushing this dude away from you? Like, he's in his face, taking off his hat, and like getting like all up in his grill and shit. It's like, dude, like, at least you can't push him off of you. Weird. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, man, do something, bro. Like, come on. And then like he just said, you fucker, you call the motherfucker. And just like all bitch, might as well kiss the guy, man. This is this is the extent of our baseball knowledge. No, the extent <laughs> of our baseball knowledge is why don't they have automated balls and strikes in it? Like right now. Why do you need an umpire back there? Why not just have automated ball, balls and strike calls? Because nobody mm-hmm. trusts those damn robots. They don't trust the umpires. Just a damn <laughs> yeah, but at least you can scream at the umpire. You get no satisfaction out of screaming at a robot. <laughs> so, so you like you know being teeth to teeth and with manager to umpire. I, I think it's hilarious to see two fat guys out there grinding on each other, spitting each other's face. It's like, what the hell's wrong with you? BJ just wants to watch sumo wrestling. I know both y'all's breath stinks. I know it. Been eating sunflower seeds and tobacco all day. I've, I've seen I've seen people like you. I've been around people like you. Both of y'all's breast stinks. <laughs> Smell like Mr. Grimes. <laughs> she just went to Mr. Grimes. With that, we've gone back to middle school. Look, I've been yelled at by every teacher I ever had. That was a tough one to get through. <laughs> Smell like Folgers and Newports. Uh, do you remember his favorite saying? His favorite phrase? What was that? Do you want to get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> Which Man, I, I, I had I had a really shitty one-liner for that one, but that that'd be how the show ended. So I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> hey, dude, we're already at two hours, so it's it's all good. Mm, no, I mean like the show ended for real. <laughs> I mean, like, we don't talk anymore. Well, if I remember right, wasn't he arrested for something? Uh, no, not, no, not, well, I don't, I don't think, not Mr. I, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. 
I found out that one of our teachers, one of my favorite teachers, had a relationship with a student before we got there, and it kind of blew my mind. Uh, his last name starts with a Y. Is it him? Nope. High school? No, I was in the middle of that one. Oh, I was. You were in, in the middle of relationship. I was in the class that she would come into the classroom. We would watch her come into the classroom, and be like, "Oh shit, why are you here oh, all man. the time? Why are you here all the time?" She was there all the time during other classes, different periods. He was my homeroom, my sophomore junior. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking about chocolate-covered cockroach wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know you wow. know. Blew my mind. It was in one of our uh, friend's older sisters, one of her class, and said that. And I was like, oh. Dude, wow. Sad. I, it was so many rumors about our, our teachers that, that I found out. One, like in high school, there was one, her, well, I, I'll call her Miss O. I don't want to say her name. but uh, That name was a down. I mean, come on, seriously, go ahead. <laughs> Just in case, you know, I don't, I don't want to get sued, but allegedly, uh, she was having. I'll, matter of fact, I'll, I'll text you guys' name. But apparently, she was having relations with a couple of the football players before us, and then during us, and and it was confirmed because I used to work at Win Dixie with with one of the guys uh, that played quarterback for Leesburg High School, and I heard him talk about it. And that's the thing that people don't understand is a lot of the shit that goes on now used to go on for decades. We just know where to find out about it. Yeah. It's it's just, it's making the news and shit. Yeah. It's just all rumors. Could you imagine being hit on by a teacher? How awkward that would be? Because like, what if you turn down the advance and now you got to deal with her for the rest of the damn year? Yeah. And that's why it's called sexual harassment. Exactly. Because the power. Yeah. Yep. And trust me, most of my teachers, I'd be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Right hand solid. (laughs) And that's how we end the show of the week this week. Got him. (laughs) Right hand solid. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.